Bald and blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene. Know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from Australia, and with me, as always, your host from Florida Keys, Daisy Pat, International Excellence Coach and dear friend. Hi, Daisy. Hi, my dear friend, Kathy Down Under. So good to see you, and I'm excited that not only do we record, but we also live stream as we record on Clubhouse. And I think this is a very interesting endeavor. And I think it is very exciting because we got already feedback that people enjoy our mm, bloopers and our little giggles because sometimes those do happen too. So it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad to see you. Yes, we do have the tiny blooper here and there, I must say, which does add to our fun when we are recording. But we're also super excited that our audience can get our content super early and have exclusive Q&A access to us only on Clubhouse, guys. So that is on Thursdays at 8 p.m. EST. And for the Australians, that is Friday at 10 a.m. Brisbane time zone. And I'm sure you can work out the rest from that. So let's launch into today's topic, which, of course, Daisy doesn't know until I throw at her, and which is why it's never part of the clubhouse room name. It's always a secret right until this minute. Okay. Today, give it to me, give it to me, because <laughs> I admit I'm having a new office chair and I'm still sitting on pins and needles when you throw something at me. So <laughs> go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> Today, I want to talk about a really important skill that you mention all the time. So making it a topic, we're going to talk about observation. Oh, la la. Okay. Observation. Uh, I'm yes. observing you throwing a topic at me. <laughs> observation. <laughs> Very good one. Well, I take it as a compliment that you mentioned that I mention it quite frequently because it is extremely important to become observers more and more aware while we're observing because it is life-changing. It's a life-changing skill. So I believe I have to agree with that. And since I've known you for the last, oh, it's got to be close to two years now, I certainly know that I have started observing a lot more than I ever have in my life and reacting a lot less. And I think they go hand in hand, don't they? The more you can observe, I think the less you tend to react. So it's probably something that we can all learn, I think. Yes, I believe so. And actually, when we go back to childhood, that's how we learned, by observing others around us. That's how we learned skills. That's how we learned. I'm going back to the spaghetti brain, because when we learned eating spaghetti and how to eat spaghetti, that happened way earlier than when we really started eating spaghetti by ourselves. 
because we have the mirror neurons in our brains that observe and therefore already connected to the fine motor skills. Are you twisting the fork on your plate or are you cutting the noodles or are you using a spoon for it? So that's very interesting. And it all happens by observation. Now, when we are the observer of an event and let's say I consider myself being the audience, then I less likely feel like jumping in, you see, because I'm not the actor and the observer at the same time. So the more I observe, the more I will be, let's say, busy with observing instead of being part of it. I think that is a very important note on that. Yeah, I can see that because I kind of think that one of our first instincts is to jump in it, isn't it? Depending on your personality type, perhaps, but I kind of know from myself, if I come across something that looks challenging and interesting, maybe it's a problem to solve or I want to have a go. I think that's the kind of an instinct, a survival instinct to try and solve or win or be competitive or what do you think about that? Interesting point of view. I believe that that has more to do that we want to try out because we are so eager to learn. And by observation, I can learn a lot, but then learning by doing is also very true. Yes. So there are many aspects to observation. Yes. It is very helpful to observe. But now I would like to bring in a very different aspect to observation. And I think that is very healthy to acquire as a skill. Let's say I'm observing someone who is throwing a temper tantrum hmm? or is like traffic rage hmm? and I'm sitting next to them on the passenger seat. So now when I get engaged in it emotionally, meaning when my energy is in motion, by either I feel embarrassed that my partner or my driver is throwing a fit on the road, or I feel poorly about those people that are yelled at hmm, or honked at, or some visuals shown at. Hmm. Some people get cramps in their middle fingers. So you know what I'm referring to. And <laughs> when we then nevertheless become the observer and just observe what a surveillance camera would observe. So, aha, so there's somebody driving a car, seemingly frustrated and responding towards their frustration into the open world quite verbally, quite physically, yeah, honking and soundly. And then therefore, when we only observe it, then we do not get tangled up with it or tangled in with it. I'm with you here. I feel like you're saying by stepping back and observing, we also step back from the emotion. Yes. So we don't get caught up in it. I believe that is very helpful, yes, because mm. the distance is very helpful because when I believe it is all about me, then my energy is in motion and then I can yeah. be emotional. I'm not saying to become a rock and so no emotions at all, but let's invest wisely. So when I'm observing, let's say two people arguing and I'm not the... The subject. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I am not the subject matter in this case. Then I can just assume as if I was watching a movie on a screen or in the movie theater and I can put up my legs and pop the popcorn 
and observe the show, hopefully enjoyably so, and sometimes not so much. But now, here's a very good point to this. When we are the observer, then we have less tendency to get involved. And also, we remain less judgmental. Why? Mm, that's a good point. When you and I sit in the movie theater and we're watching the newest flick that's just out and it's such amazing advertisement that we saw about it and a teaser about it and a trailer and we saw people talk about it and now we're sitting in the movie theater. And let's say one of us, you or I, I volunteer, so I don't like the movie. Can happen because I'm very picky when it comes to movies, I admit. And then let's say I don't really enjoy the movie. Do I get up and scream and yell at the screen and say, no, you do it wrong. No, don't do that. Why would you do that? No, I don't like you doing that. Stop it. No, I would not do that because people probably would call 911 and bringing me in some closed quarters. The white coats. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there and not taking it personally. I can still feel emotional about the story that's going on the movie screen or the TV screen. Mm. And that's okay, but I still don't take it personally. It may trigger, nevertheless, some of my emotional baggage that I'm still carrying with me. Mm. Let's say you and I see a young mother on the TV screen, single, abandoned, tortured, hurt, reactive, disappointed, victim. We may reflect on times of our lives, each one of us individually and subjectively, and then become emotional about that. So it may trigger something, yeah. but we are observing it. And when I'm aware that I'm observing it, whatever it is, then I have a distance, you see? Yeah. And it's smart to be an observer. It's very smart to be an observer, not necessarily then to jump in and figure it out myself, <laughs> like you mentioned, okay, so if someone introduces some new skill to you and then, oh, yeah, let me try it. Different mm. aspect of observation. Yes, mm. of course, I'm observing it, then I want to learning by doing. Mm? Yes, super important. Yeah. In our personal lives, nevertheless, I do believe it is a very good idea to observe more. Now, when I work with relatively young adults, who are in the dating scene. And then they start dating and then they share with me what happens and they share with me where they went and then they share with me maybe some red flags that may show up. And I share then with them, well, you just sit back, pop your popcorn and watch the show. And all you need to observe is behavior because behavior mm. never lies. Priorities never lie. So observe the other person's values before you, let's say, cuddle up in the sheets or stick your feet under the same table. My humble suggestion. So you do whatever you want in your life. You're free to choose. You're never free of the consequences. And I'm not saying that from a prude aspect or background. No, I want to save mm -hmm. as many hearts from breaking as possible. That's my goal. That's my vision. And when people would observe more often, instead of being emotionally involved hmm, with, let's say, a new candidate for dating, hmm, future husband, future wifey story, hmm, or maybe only yeah. the endless engaged hmm, candidate, they do exist too. Now, yeah. when you want to marry, for example, and you're observing your candidate and there are signs and flags that show clearly that the other person is not ready to marry, then you see the common goal might be more challenging to be achieved. 
you see. Yeah. Goodness, I wish I'd known all this before <laughs> I got married because I certainly can look back and see some red flags that I should have been observing and there was clear mismatch values. I knew in my gut but never really looked at properly. I think that's probably another thing to observe is I believe a lot in our own instinct. And I know we keep the show very reality-based, but I don't know there's many people out there that would deny we have an instinct. Whatever you like to name it. (laughs) Well, so I think, yes, we do have instincts. So I'm just, that deserves to be observed as well, I think. Our instincts? Or what we do based on our instincts. Well, that's a decision to act upon. I know myself as I've got older, the more I listen to myself, the better decisions I make. Well, good for you. You see? (laughs) Now, because here's the thing. When we, and it has not to do with the numbers on the cake hmm? or your birth year or the age, how they call it, Mm -mm. has to do with maturity and self-development. I have a client of mine, she's 24, and within a month, she was able to grasp that entire observation topic and she internalized it. She made way better decisions when it came to job offers, when it came to dinner invites, when it came to private parties and boating sandbar invites. She became so incredibly observing of the people she would engage with, that is almost like a cleansing process. But she can only do that, not instinctively. We may have a gut feeling. I'm not doubting that at all. And the gut feeling is very important, very important. Nevertheless, by observing, we can, let me put it this way. If I would listen to my gut feeling most of the time, but would not observe, I believe the percentage of making great decisions would be less than me at least combining the two. That is what I'm saying. I'm saying because the observation is of those around you and then that instinct, I'm saying let's also observe the instinct. So we've got our inside and we're seeing what's now going on. We've got our our instinctual thoughts about that and then we take all that information and process it and then decide what to do. What I'm saying is a combination of our own instincts and observing that combined with observing what's going on, your environment, the people in it, whatever's going on. I think that the two of them hand in hand give us our greatest strength because I do believe we should back ourselves and we should trust our gut. So whatever you want to name the instinct, the sixth sense, the gut feeling, and like I said, we do keep this reality based. We're not going into woo-woo territory. But I would think that most of us do agree we have that inner thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably something most of us can agree on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm saying a combination, I think, yeah. is our greatest strength. And I know that since I've been doing that in my life, I've certainly made better decisions about who to allow closer to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've probably seen that in the last few months, Absolutely. how much I've grown in that department. Very much. <laughs> yes. And now this has not to do with being picky just for the sake of being picky. It has to do with being selective, 
knowing the values first. Yes. Now, so you see observation requires that we are aware of our values and characteristics that are, I'd say, attractive to us. And only then can I evaluate what I'm observing. When I'm not aware of my own values that are important to me or like the standard, the way how others carry themselves throughout their lives, how they speak, language, how they act. Are they emotional? Are they considerate? Are they empathetic? Are they helping others? Or are they only helping others to get attention? Or do they do it just for the sake of being helpful because they enjoy the joy in others when they are helped? So when we are observing that and we know what is actually important to us and what are my values, now then I can evaluate, aha, I like this, this is good, this is attractive, this is less attractive, this I don't want in my life at all, and this I want more of in my life. And then through the observation, consequently, we make better choices. And therefore, it's yes. almost like cleaning out our lives automatically, naturally, easily. I believe it is so important and it's becoming so much more joyful to live life because it's becoming more and more content, less dramatic, therefore less traumatic experiences. So I believe that the combination of knowing my values and then become a good observer, knowing that I'm observing only because I don't need to judge it. I can then mm. evaluate what I like, what I dislike, and then therefore make a decision. And it is really interesting. At the essence, when we go back to observation without judging what we are observing, but really solely take a step back and then observe and then evaluate. Is it good for me? Yeah, because so, what I think we're testing against our own values, aren't we? We're going, so that's not judging so much as going, is it right for me? Does it fit with me? Does it align with me? And that's part of what I'm getting to that instinct. I think instinctively we know, does this feel right? Does it feel aligned? When you see some behaviour that's not aligned, I think that you get that reaction to it. Yes, but now when you are conscious, meaning that you know your values in the first step, then you know what you're looking for in the mm. outside world. Yes. Yes. What behaviors yes. you really want more in your life, what you want yes. to experience more in your life, and then make decisions upon that. Now, that is healthy. When I'm going instinctively, this person was really unkind to me. But if my value is not clear to me that I like kindness and being polite and having standards and having integrity and acting upon these standards hmm, or these values that I'm appreciating every day, now, then I can measure it. And as you say, not measuring against it, but observing, is it a good match? And mm. also observing, is it compatible with me and my values? Yeah, that's super, super important that that happens. And we did a whole episode on standards and values, people. <laughs> if you have not heard it, it's a really great in-depth discussion about exactly how to do that in your own life and how to figure out what your values and standards are. Go and have a listen. You won't be disappointed because it's definitely a big part of this conversation. As is episode one, Who Am I?, 
which is all about you being your behavior. So this topic, and I cannot believe we're at episode 65, Daisy, (laughs) (laughs) this topic of observation really is a key part of the whole puzzle, I think, in creating this better life for yourself, this happier life, because when we do react emotionally we do get caught up and we tend to things tend to get away from you in that sort of situation don't you you only have to look at two people who are arguing to see when you are observing you can kind of see that was a bit unreasonable that was a bit mean don't think that you should have said that like I find myself doing that now like when I'm watching tv Mm -hmm. and the characters are having a big argument I'm having this whole little dialogue dialogue of my observation going, that was a bit uncalled for, like a bit below the belt, that one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Very good training, so, very good practice. Yeah. Very good practice. Yeah. And I like to do that. That's why I watch a little bit of TV. One, because I'm fascinated by the author and how they come up with these scenarios. But two, I like to see how the characters play out and the interaction. And it's a great way to observe behaviour is by actually watching a show with that in your mind Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very interesting. I have had suggested that to some of my clients when I work one-on-one, that they would have a DVD or they're streaming a movie or a flick, whatever they choose, and have the remote control in. And when there's a short scene or there's a conversation, there's a dialogue going on, stop it. And then just rehearse, what is it that you heard? Because now that is another praxis. Because oftentimes what we are observing is not really what they said, because we're jumping to conclusions more often than not. Super important point. When now (laughs) I start observing myself, (laughs) now imagine I can better myself so fast I'd like to circle back when you said, oh, you wish you had known that before you married. Yes. <laughs> no one taught you. Why? Because the people in your environment weren't aware themselves in this specific regard. They were very brilliant mm. people and they were absolutely loving and caring and gave all they had to give. And that was absolutely. not one of it. I believe it is so important to also look at it from the bigger picture. Look at the big picture here. I suggest. Maybe I can invite our listeners to have a look as well. When we become more aware, when we are observing of what we're observing, while we are observing, then we can also teach others to observe or invite them or inspire them to observe. Now imagine if we would all be more observant than actors and drama queens and the helper syndrome or the victim mentality, and I can go on from A to Z, then we will be learning something very differently. And when we are observing after we know our own values that are important to us, which are my standards, my art of standing, now then I can hold other people more specifically accountable. Let's say you and I, we discuss a topic and then we are getting in sort of an argument because we disagree, let's say, on a topic. Now, when I have no clue which are my values and I'm not observing you but reacting, then the two of us, we will be just tangled up like when two kittens play with one another. You don't know which is where. Hmm? 
So when I'm observing and I know which values you're representing and or which of your needs you're trying to meet, then I can specifically point that out and I can communicate more clearly. Kathy, this is what I'm observing. Can you help me understand? For example, instead of saying, oh, you're always such a hmm, 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 ABC, whatever. Because yeah. that's generalizing yeah. and I'm causing more. And attacking. Yeah. Uh, um, there you go. And then when mm. I'm attacking you, then your Chinese wall goes up. I'm not making yes. advertisement for the Chinese. Please, please don't <laughs> don't think that. But the Figure Chinese speech. <laughs> Figure <laughs> speech. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying and, and agree with that. Chinese wall through me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> figure of speech. Now, when I'm calling you out specifically, like the laser focus, we will be able to come to an agreement or agree that we cannot come to an agreement much easier. Now, when I'm observing that you fall back into victim mentality, then I can point that out as well. You see, but I can only do that when I'm observing. So when I Mm. can inspire all of you to become better observers, do it. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. I particularly liked that what you came back was help me understand because I think at the root of it, that's what we all want. We want to be understood and I think it's probably the best way to diffuse upset emotions, whether they be anger or or whatever they are. If you help someone that you're engaging with understand that you just want to understand them, then it should diffuse the emotion and calm the situation down. Yes, in the best case scenario that can happen. Now there are other people, well, what do you mean if you want to understand? I told you a thousand times. Because you and I are probably the most true, reasonable, unargumentative people <laughs> on the planet to use as an example. Like in <laughs> real life, this is not always going to go as well. <laughs> Yeah. So now when I'm, for example, saying to you, well, let's say you come back at me. Well, I told you already a thousand times. Let's say that's how you would come back at me. Then I can say, well, you seem really frustrated. What's really the cause of the level of your frustration? Help me understand that. I'd like to know. Well, because I told you a thousand times. (laughs) So are you having the feeling that I'm not listening to you at the first time? Clearly you don't understand. Yes. I'm sorry that I give you that feeling or that I'm causing you to feel this way. That's not my intention. My intention is to hear you and I'm very aware and I'm a very open listener. My ears are open and I'm very curious what's going on within you. So you see, I did not go into your argument. I was observing what's missing in you to be calm. Yes. And coaxing it out. Yes. So I sometimes get these compliments. I know they are not meant as compliments. But people get really upset because they cannot argue with me. I'm not arguing. (laughs) I'm not surprised by that. (laughs) Absolutely one little bit. Earlier when you were saying, imagine if Kathy and I argued, and the first thing that went on my head is, I'm not sure that's ever going to happen. No. <laughs> no. Probably the worst example. <laughs> well, we may have discussions and we brainstorm and that's very fantastic. Oh, but now yes. a great brainstorm happens also when we are observant. Now, and one more aspect of observation, observing standards. 
I'm not even going to the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Although it would not be bad if we just overnight would live by them. Each and every single one of us, many problems would be solved overnight. Yeah, I'm observing. I live by my values. I'm not preaching water and then drink the wine when no one sees me. Right. So we're mm. talking about observing our own standards and living by our own standards mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I think that's key to having integrity mm-hmm. is if you have standards, you have to live by them, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, or... Because if you don't live by them, then you don't have them at all. <laughs> yes, but there are people, their standard is to have double morals, double standards. Yes, there are. And that's yes, their standard, are. you see. <laughs> but yes. now when I'm observing that I'm out, I'm yes. not escaping, I'm not rushing out, but I'm leaving. I'm withdrawing myself. I can only do that when I'm a good observer. Otherwise, I find myself in situations that are uncalled for unwarranted at the end when I get smashed only because other people's standards are just like that. So I can, by observation, truly, ah, I can make so, so peaceful experiences on a daily basis and live a drama-free life. And when I'm really bored and want some spice in my life, I can watch some telenovela, for example, something really dramatic, or watch a piece of opera if that's what my likes demand from me at that moment when my taste buds in my ears are hungry for, you see. But when I really become a better observer, I believe, and I mean that in a humble way, but I truly believe that all areas of our lives improve. That's my observation so far. Hmm. How's that? Love it. I agree 100%, Daisy. And I think that this has been a really great conversation about pointing out the importance of why observation can be key in our lives. Well, not can be, is key in our lives. Like you said, Daisy, being calmer. And I think at the end of the day, we all want to be happier and more content in our lives, Mm -hmm. be less stressed, have less ups and downs and more love. And so I certainly think that observation has a key place in our arsenal of tools Mm -hmm. to achieve that. Yeah, Mm. I agree with you. Now, that is why it's so important that we also observe ourselves so we can observe our own patterns. When is it that I'm jumping up? When is it when I'm jumping in? When is it that I jump to conclusions? Because only when I become aware of it, whatever's going on within me, I will be able to make adjustments. Same with external stimuli. When I'm observing, then I can choose. Yes, I participate or no, thank you. But thank you. No. Yes. You see. (laughs) Yes. Which is starting into the boundaries, which is also another episode you should not miss, folks. (laughs) Yes. Actually, when it comes down to it, it really comes down to integrity and it comes down knowing your values, living by them and observing them. These are all tiny little nuances. It's like having a great toolbox. The handyman with the largest variety of tools in his toolbox will be able to fix so many more things or issues and actually do many more repairs than the handyman who has only one tool. And now if we just reflect that back on ourselves, if I only have a coping skill that's to become loud, no, and I told you da, 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 da. And then, so I'm the screamer hmm, wherever I go. Hmm. Well, that's a little bit, hmm, I say, 
boring too, right? Because I cannot have a variety of actions that I can take. I think that's a really great analogy, Daisy, to help people understand that there are so many tools we can help them put in that toolbox. Yeah, I really like it. Absolutely. Like it, like it. Yeah. Okay, we are going to wrap it up there. Guys, this has been a great episode on observation. We look forward to hearing your feedback. We want to thank you for your time and your support and for sharing this with your family and friends as always. And all of you out there supporting us on Patreon, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. If you would like to donate us a cup of coffee or more, you can go over to Live. hit the Patreon button right under the episode player and support us. We would thank you for that. Yes, and thank you so much. Last month we have received more and more Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. I join in with Kathy and I so appreciate all the different supports that we're receiving. We have gained more supporters last month and we're truly appreciating it because it goes into one direction, making this world a better place and together we can. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. We'll see you next week, guys. Stay tuned for another amazing topic. Top secret till I drop it. (laughs) (laughs) We love doing this and we hope you love listening. We are Bold and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get more value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.